Welcome to episode 5 of Beers in the Air with Gibbs and Ziggy Braun. This week we hit you with part 2 of OG Smiley's interview coming right now. We're going to go straight into this week's controversial most controversial question on the show <laughs> and it is yeah, because I've, I've talked to people that listen to the show and i know i've talked to this guy every week and he's like y'all are tripping I pick it apart every time so i'm you still come correct, pissed man. about my top five and if you don't feel smiley's coming correct tear him apart in those yeah, yeah. I, let me I, have it I let feel, me have it i feel like during our previous conversation about sort of how well, what inspired battleground i feel like i know one what do you think it is? Man? I don't know. Let's just hear it. Let's hear it. All right. So we'll see. Do you have any? You have any guesses? I got one guess, but I don't. I don't know if I want to say it. Do you want me to say it? Yeah, say it, man. Andre three thousand. Uh, he's a very good MC, but he is not on my top okay, five. Okay. Just, just from knowing, knowing Smiley in a little more depth that that uh, than people do, I'm gonna say Lauren Hill's one of them. Oh, yeah, you got it, man. Uh, see, here's the thing. My my top five. Uh, when I when I list somebody on my top five, it's because when I first hear them, like it, it's like uh, the best thing I ever heard in my life. Nothing ever could top it. And of course, someone always does top it. But I just remember the time and the place. I can remember everything when I first heard these top five that I picked. And. Uh, Lauren Hill, man. Anything that she has done, I've just fallen head over heels for. I mean, when she was with the Fugees, that was some of her best stuff, man. How many mics do I rip yeah. on the daily? He say mini money. <laughs> say me say mini, yeah. mini, mini. But, um, you know, I feel like she could go toe-to-toe with any MC out there and just murder them. Murder them. And then lift them up with her beautiful voice. I mean, she's just... She's amazing. Dude, her uh, her miseducation yes. of Lauren Hill album yes. really yes. caught my eye. Well, my ears, I, treat I guess. I this like my thesis. Well-written <laughs> topic broken down into pieces. But uh, what I... Lauren Hill just murders. Go ahead, man. Oh, no, no. What, what I thought was really cool was... Or were like the skits yeah. in between with the classroom. With the kids, yeah. And it was the kids. But right. they, they were... I, I, I don't know how the recording process went. I don't know if it was like an actual scripted right. thing or like a real life but scenario it seems where they so actually, honest yeah, right yeah exactly and, and, uh, and uh, candid it, and just so pure and yeah and it was like some some, some semi-deep like philosophical right. questions right. at being asked these kids kids, kids and they had it. some they had some good honest opinions which right. i thought was I mean, apart from all the songs, I mean, all the songs in themselves are phenomenal, but right. even in between the songs and the subcontext between the songs. Right. So even, the songs uh, had content and and uh, they were concentrated and potent in, in substance. And the skits had the same thing that the, the tracks had. And they, I wouldn't even call them skits. I would call them. Yeah, not. Uh, yeah. As, as skits, skits was definitely the wrong word, but right. like. Um, I would call them like a. a Mini um, documentary, mm. you know, if you mm. really break it down, you know, because they're asking these kids, "What uh, does anybody know what love is? Yeah, how can you explain yeah. love?" That that was, you know, that was the main one that I was right. thinking of. A child's perspective, exactly. Right. Which right. is, and the the responses right. you got right. from these kids, 
And honestly, I feel like the the look at mood that, man. That, that's my first one. Yeah, look at that. No, I know the the mood. kind of like the the mood and the tone of how the the kids were right. responding. Right. Kind of made me feel like it was unscripted. It sounded like it, it was unscripted. I believe it was. I would yeah. like to believe it was. Yeah. You know, I had the pleasure of uh, seeing Lauren Hill in concert. Same here. Uh, Rock the Bells? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Rock the Bells, yeah. I seen her with Nas, and I seen her at the the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, shit. And uh, it was Nas, Lauren Hill, Chronics. I can't remember who else uh, performed, but... There's Nas and Lauren Hill itself. Like oh man, and, and what's crazy is they yeah. shared they shared the same they shared the same set. They were he- both headlining, but Lauren Hill would come on and do like five what? songs. Nas would come out and do five songs. Lauren Hill had a band right behind her, so she would come out and do another five songs. Then Nas came out and did a, a acoustic set with this band. Right, they were just hitting it with the drums and I guitars and see you know, th- yeah. And then they came out and did the last. Uh, five songs of their set together that if I ruled the world song I mean they just came out and just murdered it man and it was like uh, I'm not a very religious person now these days but it was like I was in church I felt like and that's why she's one of my top you get that vibe from them right it was just like I was in church like I felt like my soul was fed man you could have kicked me in my balls and I still would have been happy because it was just like music can be kind of a religion yeah exactly it's where you find yourself and and, uh, you know, a lot of people's words in music can lead you to living a righteous life. And the, and that's the thing, too. You know, I've a, a lot of people who know me, you know, they, they know that I'm a pretty happy go lucky dude. But there, right. there's been times when I've been down. There's been times when oh, I've everybody, been. Man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I look to music to kind of get me out of that. Mm-hmm. And there's there's different songs I know of to go to right. for different types of moods and everything. Right. And if anybody, it's, it's, if anybody it's wants true. to it's challenge. It's the honest opinion. Listen, yeah. if anybody wants to challenge my uh, my Lauren Hill as, as a top that, That's MC, a good one. It's a good then one. check it out. I ask you before you even open your mouth before you even think about challenging it go back and listen to her whole catalog yeah, of music to it, like her whole catalog uh, her whole catalog i'm talking about uh you know as a as a uh mc and as a singer because uh nobody nobody could top her nobody you could even think of and in on, my mind in my opinion on the topic of a lady mc when I hear, when I see these, these mainstream <laughs> debates of like, oh, who who who's the greatest uh, female rapper of all time, and then you, no. they they you say Cardi B there. or some shit. They, well, the, Nicki Minaj. Where it was like Nikki versus no. Like Kim. No, 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 no. Like, no. 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 Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill <laughs> made, made it. Now they're throwing like, oh, has has uh, has Cardi B dethroned them all? Listen, Lauren Lauren has, Hill. What? Lauren Hill made it like. Sexy to be intelligent and and not to throw your body out there as an object. I mean, she was covered up. She had dreads, man. She was beautiful. She was natural. She, I mean, she was the epitome of what I I feel like uh, a female MC should embrace. And, and well, because she brought she. Know? Sorry, sorry, my bad. Oh, yeah, so yeah. she she brought like soul and yes, she did. everything to well, it. She, you, you know, because look at Sister Act. She was in Sister Act and she sang. You know what I mean? And and. So soul has always been something that she has embodied to me, like just 
She just oozes my affection. I just ooh my goodness. My first made, um, made, uh, being an intellectual just yes. yes an attractive trait trait yeah. yes like a sexual trait you know like yes wow, man this, like this like you don't gotta show your body to be yeah. sexy like to me just her mind just like man this we're getting off on some crazy stuff right now but her <laughs> mind just like did it for me like as a as a youngster you know uh, my homies had like. On their binders, like pictures of little Kim with their legs spread out and shit, and I had Lauren oh, Hill no. looking into a mirror with her dreadlocks on my. Uh, I remember that my, photo on my yeah. uh, binder. You know, it was stuff like that that did it for me. You know, dude, the the thing that got me into uh, like the Fugees and Lauren yeah. Hill was Dave Chappelle's Block Party. Oh man, Dave Chappelle's Block Party when he reunited, yes. he like reunited yes. the Fugees yes. for that. And he had like the Roots playing yes. and yes. Oh. Had uh, Dead Prez up there, yeah. Most Def. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so many good MCs, man. So you, many. Know what's, you know what's crazy is uh, for a person that, that wasn't really deep into like a hip-hop scene, you know who introduced me to the Fugees? Who's that? Just take a guess. Uh, I would say Devin. Fuck no, we don't mention that name. My like, bad, my but, bad, my bad. Anyway. Beep. I, I would say, bleep, bleep. yeah, bleep that one out. I would say, uh, hold up. Hold Taylor up, Barnes, man. I don't know. No, t- uh, Taylor's into hip hop. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. Big ass Ron. I was no. going to say Ron Dizzle, man, but I didn't know. I was like, wait, Dude, hold it up. Was, it was before I even knew who Lauren Hill was, the Fugees, Wyclef, anything, you know, like. He he would be jamming Fuji's and it would come on on this rotation of music and it just I would dude always it feel it catches like, your you know, ear you know, man. So like my first experience with them was my father who wasn't even like a hardcore like hip hop head that like I am you know that guy listened to fucking everything. Hey you know what's crazy about that now that you say that me and Ron me and Big Ron we used to vibe uh, on on uh, music man like. I wouldn't see him for a while, and when uh, I would pop up and and he would be there, we would he would bust out his iPod, right? This is when the, the iPods were those bricks, right? Those big <laughs> bricks, right? No, dude, he had. The- <laughs> <laughs> he would bust that thing out. He'd be like, "Hey, and actually, Smiley, I actually have his old iPod. Yeah, see, right? Does he still have the music on it and everything? No, or? Music, yeah. uh, but check okay. it out. He would. He'd be like, "Hey, Smiley, hey, listen to this. I want to show you this song." And we would sit there and we'll vibe, man. And uh, I remember the last song that he. He was showing me was a Ziggy Marley song, and uh, that's the last time I talked to Ron, and uh, I'll never forget that. Never forget that. It's funny how money changes situation. Miscommunication lead to complication. My emancipation don't put your equation. I was on the humble you on every station. Someone play young Lauren like she done. But remember not to game the one of the sun. Everything you did has already been done. I know all the tricks from bricks to Kingston. My ting done, major king done, one wrong. Now understand El Boogie, not violent. But different things test me, run to me, can take a threat to me, no been this way since creation a groupie call you far from temptation now you want ball over separation tarnish my image in the conversation who you gonna scrimmage like you the champion you might win some but you just lost one you might win some but you just lost one you might win some but you just lost one you might win some but you just lost one you might win some but you just lost one now now how come you talk turn cold gain the whole world 
I mean, this is in no specific order. Yeah. So. All right, all right. Well, she's number one in my book forever and always. Hell yeah. I mean, that, that's, you know. that's, that's your number that's a, one of all time. If you want to do them in order, go for it. No, no, no. She is number one. I was going to save her for last, but you brought her first. And she, <laughs> she deserves to be first always. And the other four, they could change from time to time. And um, I'm going to throw my sixth man out there, of course. But... Uh, um, <laughs> Let me see here. What do we got this is two? this is on this is on the spot because you know I'm I made a list as I was listening to Scums and I listened to Just and I you know I'm like you know what I'm not gonna get caught on the spot I'm gonna take some time and really think about this but then each day it would change it would change. And I would say uh, it changes all the way up until you drop right. it. Like, <laughs> right, it, really does. right. It, it probably changed from the time you walked in today. Right, so. <laughs> You know, like I'll t- I'll tell you right now when I did mine on on the um, the Bel Air Boys interview, Will Will Smith wasn't in in my mind until it was. Hey, he's hard though. He, he's I, hard he though. Is. That's why he's on my top five. But yeah. it it takes sometimes that kind of pressure either like hurts you or it, it like brings it out of you. Like you know what? Yeah, like Will Smith is. Yeah, I, I feel like I got like stage fright when you guys when you hit me with my top five. And it is a frightful thing because you want to come correct and you don't want to leave anyone out. Yeah, like, there's so many. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, like, like I feel how can I, I narrow this down? Yeah, you know. And I, I would say my next one would have to be zero. You know, the king of the ghetto, man. Uh, I remember, like I said, you know, my top five is people that I remember when I first heard them and the feelings that I felt when I heard them. And, you know, they gave me goosebumps. And uh, when I first heard Zero, I'm going to be honest, I didn't like him when I first heard him. I'm like, man. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like him, but I think it was because of the songs that were chosen to introduce me to him. And I was like, man, this fool was a knockoff Nate dog, man. I I can't vibe with this fool. But then as certain things started happening in my life, I started being able to relate to what he was saying. And I'm like, man, and I started getting goosebumps. And I'm like, this guy is beyond good. Now, of course, his catalog of music, you know, evolves over time. And there's some things I don't like. And there's things that I can't live without. But as a whole man he's he's on my top five zero and shout out to bam for introducing me i mean that's where i heard it from too yeah. you know that, that i'm pretty sure if bam was here and he was dropping his top yeah. five zero would be one of yeah them. yeah most definitely and what's crazy is uh so my job sent me to uh north houston right and i know that uh zero's from south houston so i was in uh north houston for a week and 
I made it my mission to like, oh, I'm gonna find Zero, man. I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna, you know, talk to him. I wanna pick his brain, you know. Whoop de woo. Please tell me you found him. I didn't find him. He was out of town at the time I was there. I, you know, because I, I kept asking the people at the hotel. I was like, hey, I know he's from South Houston, but check it out. I know he gets around. I know he moves around. And they're like, yeah, yeah, Zero, he, he does get around. But right now he's out of town. He's uh doing a show at some other place. I forget. I was like, damn. Well, was he going to be back in the week? That's no. when you know you're a huge impact to your community. If you could just ask the people at the hotel. Yeah, right? <laughs> where, where's Zero? Where's Zero? Right. But yeah, man, so Zero uh, shuts out to Zero, man. He's If you haven't heard him, go go check him out. I, I Actually, I recommend the song uh, I Found Me or, uh, let me see. Who's the man? Who's the boss? Mm. That one used to be. See, Knucklehead Smiley used to hop in the Volks. Yeah, <laughs> used to hop in the uh, Volkswagen bus. Banging. Yeah, man, I had two twelves in that thing. We'd hop in. I'd have it packed with the homies in there. We'd hop in the Volkswagen bus and just cruise around the mall, banging that thing, man. Drinking. Just, yeah, drinking, <laughs> doing some other crazy stuff. Just you know, just banging. You know, it, yeah. Check them out, man. So we got Lauren Hill mm-hmm. and Zero. Yeah. Okay. See, this is hard for me, man, because <laughs> as I'm saying this, it's changing. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I want to say this name, but it's gonna be this name. It's, it's the hardest question. It is the hardest question. So my next one is, is uh, the homie Bam, because when I first heard him, that, that that's what formed Battleground was. When I first heard him, we used to flow all the time together. You know, and uh, he's the reason I do this. And, uh, you know, when I first heard him, I used to record him because I was, you know, I'm older than all you cats, man. And he was like a little kid, man. And I'm I'm, I'm a grown ass man. I, you know, I got to go to work and shit. And he would uh, flow and I'll tell the cats at work, man, this, this dude is dope. He's ill, man. Like, I've never heard anything like it. And I would record him on my cell phone. And I would play him for the people at work, and like, yeah, you're right, that kid is dope. Just freestyling, huh? Right, just freestyling off the dome. He, this is, you know, he's like eleven, bro. I, you I know, ten. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah maybe even younger than that. Me, me being like 12, 11 years old, and he's like, like nine, ten. Yeah, got me into just, freestyling. Bro, what? And like, he was, yeah, he no was shit. killing it as a ten-year-old kid. Man, and check it out. I used to throw some crazy ass shit. I'd be like, all right, um, you think you could, you know, because I'm the older cat. You think you could rap? Okay, let me throw some words at you, you know. And I would be throwing like throwing crazy words at him, like hypothesis, and you know, words that he don't even know about, and he's just getting it. Getting oh, after yeah. it, yeah, just getting <laughs> it, man. And okay, so, but that's not the reason why he's he, he's my, you know, in my top five. When we would get into the booth, or not even that, when I would show him a beat and then you know leave him with the beat, and he would write to that beat and then show me what he wrote. Every time I'm not talking about there was not one time that I did not get goosebumps. There was not one time that he didn't kill it. Not one time. Name a track that you've heard, Gibby. There isn't. Thank you. There, there Thank on, you. There honestly it isn't. rests. And, and when, when referring back to earlier, when I said that when I heard Battleground and I said that they were, they were beyond the desert, that's a true thing. If Battleground would have came to fruition, we would be listening to Battleground 
on the Billboard records, mm-hmm. we would be listening to Battleground as as one of the top things right now. And you you can call me crazy, but when you hear this this guy in this interview, when I play a Battleground song, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, man. Uh, there's no words that could describe uh, just what I felt when I first heard him on a beat that I had made and that's what drove me to even make beats you know because at, at first I would beatbox for him and he'd always be like hey beatbox and then I got tired of beatboxing and then my mouth would get tired and I'd be like you know what no because he would go that long yeah he would he wouldn't stop where, like you couldn't even keep the same beatbox because you're getting yeah. tired so it's changing up yeah. and he's still going I would have people uh throw in little uh accents because I'm getting tired I can't really hit the hi-hats like I need to with my beatbox and yeah, it would it would just get tough, man. It would get tough. But so I started making beats from but that's that's uh that's my third one on my top 5. That's Bama Battleground at number three. Yeah. Who we got at number four. So this is tough, man. This is tough. This is real tough. But, you know, I would have to say Pimp C, man. When I first heard that Diamonds Up Against the Wood, it's, you know, it's a UGK song, but when he... When I heard Pimp C's part, I was driving in the bus, and everything he was saying was what I was feeling. And uh, like I said, I could remember the first time I heard every one of these artists and my feeling. And you know, I was going through a lot of shit at that time, and uh, you know, I was fighting court cases and. Uh, stupid shit you know that I put on myself but I felt like every word that he was speaking was something that I was feeling and uh man he 
Pimp C was just uh, very intricate with his words on some of his work. And in some he was kind of reckless, but the way that he put his words together. And if you listen to his story, you know, uh, and if you know Pimp C, his voice is, is kind of kind of different. It's unique. And uh, I heard an interview where he would say engineers wouldn't want to record him because his voice wasn't, uh, they didn't feel like it was sellable. And he said, fuck it. I'm going to keep doing my shit. I'm going to do it. This is me. This is my voice. You don't like it? Fuck it. I'll UG- find somebody that does. UGK. Yeah. Kings. Right. And uh, I just feel like, you know, I could relate to Pim C in certain aspects, you know, and he's just a dope MC. Dope MC. Influenced me through... I would say he's a he's a big influence in my in my rhymes. Probably, probably one of the biggest, one of the biggest. Um, so we're going number five, right? This is yes, the fifth one. This is, number this is the five. fifth one. We got Long Hill. We've got uh, Zero. Yeah. We've got Bam. Bam. Yeah. And we have Pimp C. Pimp C. Okay. <clears throat> now. Uh, this is when it starts getting difficult. Yeah, you hear my voice like kind of <laughs> shaky because I'm like nervous. I don't want to because I've, I've, you know, I had a certain uh, list, but I've strayed from that list. All right, so so from your original list, yeah, have, have is it is it in the gutter? Like, is it gone? It's gone. Oh. There's no there's no coming back for that. <clears throat> now, man, I, I really don't want to. Uh, I really don't. I really don't want to miss anything out. Or. Uh, let me see. I would say that my last one, my 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 fifth pick would be uh, Tron. <sighs> Local artist, man, crazy. It's crazy. So <clears throat> you guys, I don't know. You, you gotta pe- tell the story. People out there yeah. might might have heard of him, but um, so I'm in the mall of Victorville. There's a pharmacy store in there. And I was working on uh, some battleground music. And uh, we might we were going to drop the demo, then we didn't drop the demo. And so, or it might have, it might have been Occam's Razor. I can't remember. It was one, one of the groups I was in. And uh, I go into pharmacy, and I, I knew the manager at the time, PJ, and... Uh, you know, I was chopping it up, and I seen a, a stack of uh, CDs in, a, in, in sleeves. And I pick it up, I'm looking at it, it has like some graffiti writing on it. It says Tron on it. I'm like, okay. I say, hey, PJ, are these free? He's like, yeah, for you, my man, it's free. But really, they're all free. I'm like, oh, okay, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take what, it. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where are you going with that? I mean, if, if it was charging, you get free. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're free. Yeah, so I, I pick it up. I'm like, all right. You know, I always like new music. And it, if it's free, shit, you got the same philosophy as me. Music should be free. I'm, I'm going to support you, man. So pick up this album. I finish shopping in the, um, the mall. Get to my car. Throw it in. Hear the beat. Like, oh shit! This fool starts rapping. I'm like, oh man. Hold up! I, I pull over right because I'm in the parking lot. 
pull over into a part another parking space, look at the uh graffiti writing. Tron. What the hell? And he's talking about uh I'll take it back to Deep Creek Belt Mountain oh. Tail. He's talking about everything going on in the desert at the time. I remember when it was six one nine, District forty nine, you know, I'm like, What? You know, he's talking about hanging out at the punk rock shows and kicking flows and I'm like, Dang, this fool's speaking my language like I'm getting goosebumps talk about it right now, you know? And so you can imagine how I felt hearing him from the first time in my ride. Like, it took my breath away. I kind of like, I had to pull over. I was like, what the hell? And I sat in the parking lot of the mall through all of the tracks on that CD and listened and dissected and listened and dissected. And was like, man, this fool is talking about everything going on in the desert. You know, and then calling people out saying, y'all think the desert's soft. This is what we got to bring. Ill MC, dope artist. I can't even, I can't even begin to scratch the surface on uh, his talent. And uh, that's my fifth, that's my fifth pick, man. All right. So your top five, we got Lauren Hill. We got Zero. We got Bam. We got Pimp C and Tron. Okay, okay, okay. Now, my sixth man, uh, I know, I don't know if this is a, a actual criteria or whatever. I don't know if this is an actual real thing, but I want to throw my sixth man Let's out there. Let's do it. I'm yeah. down. I mean, no. it's, 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 it's come and gone, but uh, the, it, the sixth man, it... It originated in episode two with, with Bel Air. Hey, la- last week it's, we had the like 37th, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that. Hey, shout out I'm, to St. Even, man. What's so up, man? Tight. Sorry I had to cut it even, but he went on for like four I was, five hours. I was down to hear that shit. I'm bleeping it. Bleeping yeah, it. bleeping it. St. Even, we love you, brother. But. Now, uh, so my sixth man was a tie. It was a tie, man. And, uh, I, I still don't know which one I'm going to say, and it's, it's, it's really Say both of them. Say, both. Saying both? Yeah. Saying both. Okay. Vocab and most deaf. Ooh. Vocab and most deaf. That, you know, most deaf, his earlier works, when I first heard him, uh, me and Gibby, man, me and Gibby were talking about this. When I first heard Moses Dev talk about, I could feel the seated breathing, chest heaving against the, uh, what did he say, the night of the evening or some shit like that. I'm like, man, this, this guy is giving. Uh, the heat of the evening or something. Yeah, something like that. I'm like, this this guy is uh, personifying his city. This He's giving his city human qualities, and it was just pure imagery. You felt like you were right there. I did, man. Him. And I'm like, shh. You know, that personification dead. yeah man Ooh. yeah so his later works i didn't really vibe with you know no no what i really really liked from most def what's that so i've always been a fan of the bet ciphers Lately, oh, okay. lately, yeah, yeah. lately, you know, kind of hit or miss. Lately, but I mean, it's, it's been a while. So. Yeah. <laughs> so there is this BT cipher with Mos Def, Black Thought, oh, and Eminem. Oh, oh man. Yeah. And see, that's why it's so hard for the top five, man. It, it had to oh. be. It had to be one of the hardest BT ciphers I think I've ever heard. Oh in my man. Life. Black Thought, he's he's a dope MC. The roots, but, man. Yeah, the roots. I remember when I first heard them. I was like, uh, tenth grade, man. Uh, 
things fall apart. It might yeah. have even been ninth yeah. grade, but it, things fall apart. Their debut album. I, I listened to that. Um, I think I was a senior, and I, I always get the names mixed up. But they came out with that album, Phrenology, Rising Down. I think or Rising Up. I always rising forget up. if it's Rising Up. Or I think it's Rising Rising Up. up. So they had a song or on the, it. Or the uh, video's upside down? No, no, no. The um the the chorus is um Yesterday I heard a big girl crying. She asked what's wrong. She I, the I radio's think, yeah, playing I haven't the heard same that damn one. song all day long. Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard that one. I, I fucked up on the chorus. Nah, don't, <laughs> even <trip. laughs> don't even trip. Don't even trip. Hey, you're that young thug? <laughs> no, nah, he's knee deep. He's knee deep in Einstock, yeah. man. Don't yeah. even trip on yeah. that. <laughs> he's knee deep. <laughs> knee deep in that. Yeah, he's not just that. deep. He's we, knee deep. We, we, we even busted out the moose head. Yeah. Yeah, we ran out. Speaking of, I need one more. So, so vote and then vocab, like it was a tie because when I first heard vocab, I didn't know he rhymed, man. I didn't know this cat rhymed. And then I heard him in P. Nobody really did. Yeah, I heard him in PBS. As a matter of fact. Wait, vocab, is that a. That's somebody you know. And we're not going to drop his government, but you know him. I mean, vocab is the third party of Occam's Razor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So when I heard him in PBS and uh, what's that? What does he say? Green back, greenbacks and silver things. What what's his verse on that? Which uh which song? The, what? It's that weird beat. <laughs> it's a weird beat, and as a matter of fact, we we uh that's what, the Alton one. Song? No 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 it no no. PBS. It was a PBS song, and uh, he would do it at the uh, Occam Razor show that because. You know, at that time we didn't have. Uh, okay. I think yeah, it was yeah. the Walrus was the name of the beat or uh, Sea Lion. Sea Lion, yeah. Say Francis beat. Yeah. Uh, when I heard his his verse on that, I was like, wow, like, wow. You know, goosebump status. Like this 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 cat is lyrical. Like you wouldn't even believe it. Like, and I never knew he rhymed, so it was like even double goosebumps. And then it was like. It was just a pleasant surprise, and I, I have much respect for his his uh, artistry and lyricism. So challenge me if you wish. <laughs> challenge me. I mean, I have many more that I could have named. I mean, Black Thought was one. Um, oh man, there's so many. Uh, Dude, all that talk about Nas to you made me think about like Illmatic. Yeah, Nas was like, good, Nas man. Was Nas is real good. Uh, uh, poor righteous teachers, uh, X Clan. I, you know, I could have went in deep, man. But the thing is, uh, everybody knows they're great MCs. But these are the ones that gave me goosebumps when I heard yeah, them. This is your top five, right? Yeah. I mean, right. We we could we could sit here and say top five, and people think like top five that as a collective all right. the time. No, but it's but like it's right. your your top no, five. There's no you such know? thing because when you're listening to music, it's for yourself. So this is the reason I am the MC I am because of these people that I've heard right. and named on on this. Uh, this list and I, th I think that that's the thing to kind of keep in mind too is uh you know the ones that sort of kind of like influence you to sort of do what you do because that that's 
that, that's kind of where my top five came from. Yeah, even I mean, though, you, I mean, you, you know, you saw it in my top five too. <laughs> like I'm, I'm dropping like slug, slug Eli. Right, yeah, a lot right, of a lot right. of the people Will who influence you Will to Lakers. kind of do what you do. Yeah, did. I mean, I could. Yeah, yeah. Will Smith is another one I battled with. Yeah. Uh, there's another cat, Big Crit. I don't know if you ever oh, heard of him. Dude. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You see what I'm saying? Oh, Big Crit. But uh, the thing is, you know, he, I can't really say that he's he formed me into the MC that I am today. You know, but but that's kind why, of in the conversation of like, is the yeah, most controversial, yeah, is because it's so hard to clump a five piece into yeah, to all the hip hop that's it been is. there's so much around. It wouldn't be the five. same if you said, "Give me your top ten, the top yeah. five right here." Oh, hey, we, 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 Ziggy. When you started goodness. talking about. Southern hip hop. Yeah. All I could think about was Brick, Big Crit. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Big, Big He's holding Crit. it on his back right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's holding it on his back. Oh, I mean, who yeah. else? Who else? Who else do they got? Young Thug. You know, I mean, no disrespect. I mean, uh, he's it's, he's it's out there doing even, his thing. Not, not even on the same like, playing field. That's what I'm saying. He's <laughs> yeah. but as to, uh, as to Southern some, music, yeah. he's holding it on his back. Yeah, and he's so it, it might be you know? right. That's I mean, what I'm the, saying. The, the only other person I could really think of is like Big Boy's still doing his thing. Big Boy's still yeah. doing his thing, but he, you know what? He's he's getting old, yeah. man, mm-hmm. and he's already said but what he's the, had for, to yeah. say. For the younger people, generation, it's right. kind of like Big Crit, and basically for me, what I'm hearing is Big Crit. Yeah, I mean, I could have put Logic in there too. I like Logic. I, I fuck mean, with there, Logic. There's I people saw that live. see what I'm yeah, saying. He's, he's cool. You know, he's cool. Uh, oh man, see, I fucked up because I K dot. I love K dot. Mm. See, I, this could go on forever. I could change it, but these people, these people shape me, man. The, 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 the thing I really I like about K dot is like the the story kind of right. tells throughout. Like, well, there's I like a, I like the fact that he doesn't give a fuck. Like he he he'll he'll go out there and he'll say what he wants to say. And whoever his management team is that got him the deal that he's got to where he has creative control of his music, shouts out to them because he's saying what he wants to say. Mm. And can't nobody tell him otherwise because he'll go out at, on uh, the Grammys or MTV and tell you, you know, yeah, right. I'm going to say what the fuck I want and I'm going to go out here and do what the fuck I want. Yeah, I'll light the whole stage dude, on fire talk, if I want. Talking about this is like, oh, dude, it, 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 it turns it into a convo. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, because how, it, how the fuck did I forget Rock Him? Yeah. Right. I thought you right? you didn't right? say Rock Him. I didn't say Rock Him. Because I remember you talking about Rock Him. We talked about it on the side, like on a side note. The first one. And, <laughs> and you talked about Rock Him. Yeah. Before the Bel Air Boys interview, I was like, you know, I was telling you, like, Rock Him's one of mine. Like, Rock Him is fucking ill. And I know that. He he is not just a product of fresh hip hop out of the eighties, right, right, because right. I listened to a Rock Him verse on a fucking Linkin Park song from like twenty fourteen. It went hard. It's, it's, it's still went hard. Linkin Park featuring Rock Him, which I'm I love Linkin Park. I love what what they did for the transcending uh, metal into the hip hop scene. And that whole I, I got it. I almost I almost bought you something at the outdoor swap meet the other day. I found the Linkin Park reanimation CD. Oh, what dude. the hell? Uh, yeah, I almost. I, I'm not I a Linkin Park it. fan, I man. I don't know okay. the lingo you guys are speaking. Right. Reanimation. But hey, no. What? What's What's crazy is I was real in a Linkin Park back in the day, like when they first came out with the what was it? What was hybrid, theory. hybrid theory? And um, my brother bought me Reanimation for Christmas one year. And it was real like hip hop oh, inspired. It? Like it I mean, Black Thought was on it. Rock. It was uh, it was Hybrid Theory, 
their first album remixed with by, like hip hop artists, producers, and and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the beats were completely, or it was pretty much like beats over like their music, and then people that had remixed their music. Right, okay. so it was, and it. So it it didn't really pique my interest because I wasn't in hip hop, and then I revisited it like years down the road, and I was like, "Damn, this was it's crazy. cool, one, man! One of, this my, was one cool. of my favorite producers, um, Amp Live. I don't know if you guys know who Amp Live is, but mm. he, um, if you know who Zion I is, oh yeah, Zion I, uh, oh. Zumbi and Amp Live are, are Zion I, and like uh, Amp Live has an album with um, with Eli. He's the Zumbi and the Grouch, they do the the Z and G, and Amp Live's the producer. Like, dude, he's he's super dope Bay Area influenced producer. And I was I was reading this article where he was talking about how he got his first like platinum record from a remix from on the Linkin Park uh, reanimation. No, no shit, shit. I, damn, dude. Uh, damn. And, and then I, I had to go back and listen to it. I was like, what song is it? And then I was like, okay, it's it's, it's pretty dope. Like. Hey, spe- speaking about K Dot, yeah, to pimp a butterfly. Oh man, didn't if we go greatest albums number one, <laughs> number one baby. Didn't um, uh, didn't we got to get him just just because uh, Jordan Austin didn't his like roommate or something produce a beat or like his best like a really good friend of his. I'm not sure. I've, produced. I haven't talked to him about that. If if you heard the story from him, then it's probably yeah, I I. I feel like I heard from him. His good friend up in San Francisco, or like one of his housemates or okay. something, produced for a K-Dot? beat for "To Pimp a Blood- Butterfly." Ooh, wow, yeah, man. hey, that album right there. I mean, I think it was you because it was I was like the big one where they sampled yeah. the Isley Brothers, yeah. and then you, you, I think, was produced you're the by. Why mama yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah I, th- hey. I, th- I think that one was produced by. I'm pretty sure it was Jordan's hey. like good friend or something. Hey, I'll talk to him about it. We'll yeah. confirm it next week. But that album, before we delete it. That yeah. album right there, man. Um, it was good. It was really good and totally different from anything that I heard at the time. And that that's that's what he does. I mean, every you, you never really know what to expect from him, right? You know, right? Like it's always going to be something different, right? And what what I really like, damn, that album. When I heard it, it was like, "Damn!" Yeah, you that, know? that's your reaction to right. it. But um, back to to Pimp Butterfly. Even though I was like the the title, I mean, kind of like the title mm-hmm. track off of it, like right. the big like single off of it. What Every I thought song. was what I thought was real cool about it was that he actually got the Isley Brothers oh, okay. to re-record it in the studio. Yeah, he actually that. got the Isley Brothers together. Like that's he didn't crazy. just sample the Isley Brothers. They actually played. They it. actually came and like re-recorded. That's crazy. That song together for I on to Pimp Butterfly. See, you learn something new every yeah. day, man. That's and it's crazy. like the the first version he released for I was way different than the version the he released version? for the album. It was two different. I didn't. I did not know that. I just know that that album like was a game changer, kind of like Childish Gambino. Yeah, his newest album. I think it's his newest album. Whatever one you told yeah, me. Yeah, Awaken. I think it's called Awaken My Love. Yeah, something like that. But when I heard that, like Gibby thought it was a joke. Like he was like, "Wait a minute, what is going on here?" But yeah, because well, yeah, because I, well, for one, I know Childish Gambino is an MC. Right. Right. Know? Right. So. so uh, 
Ziggy Braun over here tells me, hey, put this on by Childish Gambino, and I'm sitting here waiting for, for some rapping to start, and I'm sitting there for fucking like five, six minutes on a 12-minute 12, 12 song, and I look back at him, and I was like, are you fucking with me? Like, what is, what are we listening to? Because it's not that it was whack, it was just like... He was waiting for the... When's yeah, Childish yeah. Gambino coming in, he's like, no, dude, like... This this is it. Like, yeah. like this, uh, this is... Like, oh, what? This yeah. is him. Yeah. yeah, and it was dude. His new. I wasn't a fan was, until I heard that, and then that song was, "Redbone." Like, yeah. Whew, man, crazy. See, we could go on forever about this. You know, I might just beat Steven in time talking about it. But. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's, it, especially when you're very passionate about yeah. it. Yeah. You're, you're not just, you know, saying names for the sake of saying names and right. no like backstory behind it. Like you're, you're giving a reason why every time we bring up a name, there's a reason why, you know, yeah. and it's, this, this is what this segment's. Yeah. Like. This is because hey, this is what really makes me regret my top five. Like I didn't really, I, I feel like hey, I didn't really man. go into it. Do you want to regret yourself? No, no, I'm not going to do it today. Come on. Yeah. No, do it. No, hey, no, you're no, on the spot now, no, man. No. Go ahead. Go for it. I'm not doing it today. Hey. I'm not hey, doing it today. Come on, man. Right no, come on. No now we got the second take. <laughs> no, no. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Oh, I'm not doing it. <laughs> we'll make sure. We'll make sure next. Week. I'm gonna. I'm gonna redeem myself for we'll, sure. We'll give you a week of preparation. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm man. gonna come back and hit you this, guys this, with my top five, but not today. He takes his top five. Not today. People. Week one, he gave top five because he was the one. I was on the. I was on the spot. Too. Yeah. I, I. I knew and, the question uh, was coming, but I kind of forgot about it after the. Check you it know, out. six Look, packs. Man, check it out there. Look, man, just Bel- do it. Bel Air boy interview. <laughs> no, nope. it wasn't just me that dropped my top five. Ziggy Braun also dropped another top five. But it was like the same thing. He was so ashamed of it. He said, don't even air it. So there's going to be a time where we get the true Ziggy Braun top five. You will get the true Ziggy Braun top five. And I think... That's how hard a question is. You might like five tries. difficult. You know what's what's funny about it, too, is because like everybody who drops their top five that we've had on the show so far, Mm -hmm. um, from that point on like i go back and because it's always artists i've sort of listened to and i go back and revisit them and i'm like damn like especially saint last week when he dropped um jay-z what what was it like the you know hard 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 knock uh uh, some some volume two was it Hard Knock Live Volume I don't, 2? You know what? I wasn't a Jay-Z fan. Blue, no. I, I don't know. But he, he dropped the name of an album. I forget. I'm sorry. I apologize. But I went back and like I listened to it. And I was like, damn. Like I, I see where he was coming from okay. with this. You know what it's and and then he dropped the blue and I went back and listened to Blue uh, Below the Heavens Dude, with like blue. blue in Exile. And that album. That album would probably be in my top five albums speaking of all time. Speaking okay. of Jordan Austin earlier, he's the one that turned me on to Blue, and he's one of my favorites. Uh, if if you've never heard of Blue, I haven't. Look up Blue and Exile. Below the Heavens. Below the Heavens. Okay. Insane. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. If if you're into the real intellectual and like real stylish, like yeah, it, it, it's 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 a. I I could kind of relate him to uh, Kendrick. Okay. In a, in a sort, maybe not as like radical at times, but he just like he intellectually is, is, and just... is very intellectual and articulate, and as well as making very uh, vibesome songs like that you could just play. Yeah, man, I'll Blue, check that out. Blue and Exile, Below the Heavens. Below the Heavens. 
Have you heard of uh, Saul Williams? Oh, uh, de- uh, what was that? He came out with the book. Oh, he's the, killed, uh, said the shotgun to the head. No, no, no. There was another Sound, one. Sounding the seventh octave. Uh, the, Come the on, scrolls, man. Scrolls or uh, something. The Dead, C, uh, dead, the dead C- MC Scrolls. Yes, yeah, yes. man. I found that yeah. at a bookstore. Yeah, I got for it. For like 75 cents. Yeah. And dude, I just like. It's dope. What's tied to is like his kind of transition into like. Right. Man. Oh. Enough. Enough said. <laughs> if you haven't heard of Saul Williams, check him out. He's got the album. Uh. Amethyst Rockstar, one of my favorite albums. He has another one called Fader Label, Niggy Tar Dust, uh, Dope MC, man. Dope. But you know, um, ba- basically what happened with Saul Williams was he was um, like a spoken word poet. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's how and it started. And an actor. Somebody, somebody came across his spoken word poetry and basically gave him like a record deal from what I heard, he, he was big. He was big before in the sp- spoken world, uh, spoken word, word, word poetry world. world. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he he got his deal, but he was also a, um, an actor. He has a movie out. Yeah, have yeah. you seen his movie? Uh, I've heard about it. I forget. I think the, I've seen it. I think it's called Slam or something like that. But that's a dope movie, man. Dope movie. Yeah, Saul Williams is see the something else, man. I, the top five he, is, is th- that's what I'm saying. Like I'm he have to check him out because I I'm you're enlightening me. I've never heard of the guy. And it, his, it, I mean, it's more poetry based. Yeah, exactly so, because so you have to be in in tune with that. That's my lane, though. Yeah, yeah. I, because I, you'll I really, you'll you'll hear really his like, songs and it's nothing like you've yeah. ever heard before in your life. I, I really like a song that I can't understand at first, but if I keep listening, I grasp. More and more each time, and that—that's the hey, thing. He too. said, "I presented my feminine side with flowers. She cut the stems and gently placed them down my throat. With these two lips, may soon eclipse your brightest hope." Yeah. All right. <laughs> Have you ever listened to Idea? Idea, yeah. I, well, actually, I've seen him on a battle. He—he's a battle he, MC, he used, right? He used to battle a lot. Yeah, I think I've seen him on the Source battle or so, something like that. Right, My favorite if, thing is still that freestyle with if, him and if, Slug. If if you're really into like poetical stuff like that, and just from what you said, I can be like, okay, you're gonna dig idea. I'll I'll link you to some ideas. Yeah, like, please do, man. And uh, dude, idea. And uh, uh, Dylan Drugs a couple weeks ago when we brought up idea, he was he he was talking about how it was like emo rap, but it's like. I don't really look at it as emo rap. It's right. just like it's, it's not it's at so all deep and like yeah. like thought provoking and poetic. Like it might seem it might seem emotional like that, but like like when you really break down and listen to what the guy's saying, you're just like, holy shit, dude! Like, there's right. no way you can even present this to the masses because only a a niche group is really gonna sit there and, and gotta be drawn into it, uh, right? You know mm. I mean? Right. And it's not over. It's not like trying to be overly deep to where. Like some people, you, you know how there's some artists and uh, people are like, "Oh, what is it too deep for you?" Like, no, nah, it wasn't too deep. It just wasn't good. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'm not hating. If I don't like it, I don't like it. You know, yeah. I hate when someone says I'm hating on something. <laughs> yeah, I just, just don't like, like don't, it. You know? Yeah, because it doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't. Yeah. Because I feel like over time, I've kind of had a different mindset about stuff. Like, and you've brought this up before too. Like, especially about. Uh, like Yellow Wolf, it's like you're not hating on the person for what he's doing. It's just it's, it doesn't appeal to you, and and, I and mean, that's that's I mean, the this, thing this, with this might create a debate right now. But like I'm I'm I, down for I've that. I've never been huge in, into Kendrick. Oh, you mother! <laughs> you know I I 
I get, I get called a hater all the time. They're like, oh fuck you. No, see, because I I like it just. Hey, I can relate though, because when I first heard him, I didn't like him, and I was like, swimming pools of liquor. What are you oh, talking no, about? No, 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 no. And then I went back and listened to Section 80. And Section 80 was... Oh, man. That fuck Rick your ethnicity. Yeah. Oh, man. No, the fuck your ethnicity song. Yeah. That mm-hmm. song did it for me. I was yeah. like, damn, who the fuck there's, was that? That's Kendrick? There's definitely a lot that I like, but there's there's also... he He's caught in, in between uh, making a living... And and being an artist at the same time, right? You, you've got to make those those flashy catchy balance. songs. Balance. You you got to have the swimming pools for every. Uh, yeah, uh, but if you break down swimming pools, and that's yeah, it's a. It, I mean, it, it's it's very flashy, and of course, it's gonna make money. But if you really break it down, and you it's, listen, it's to, some pretty. It's deep, deep stuff. It's deep. Yeah. Like, like it's not just like a praising drinking but it could be it's like it, it, to, to somebody that's uninformed and yeah. who's a who's a um immature and maybe the, might, might just think of it as a drinking song right. but it's like it's but what he's more saying than that but like what he's saying in the song yeah if you break it down he's actually saying you don't have to do this yeah. you don't have to it's like to it's like pressure it's something this that's is, hurt right people yeah, he knows in the past it's, and it's, it's yeah never, thank you yeah it's never it's never really been the context it's more just his the, delivery, the, the style, his yeah. style. Okay. Yeah, because you know, it's yeah. It's, it's not like he has a bad style, but just swimming pools was like deep or not was created to to sell. You know, like the the catchy hook, like uh, you know, like uh, pool because yeah, I I know plenty of motherfuckers that jam that on the daily, but probably have never sat down and broke it down the way. And you that's, just the did right now. that's the issue. That's the issue because. I don't know some people in my life. What, how, how's it go, Alex? You probably know it. Then. Swimming pool for the no, no, no. The know. beginning where he's talking about his aunt, his his, his granddad. His grandpa, yeah, the golden granddaddy had the golden, golden flask. flask. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's talking about how yeah. it fucked yeah. up people it in kind his of ran life. His family. Man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he just man, it, with Kendrick, his his music can be presented as one thing, but totally mean the and that something and else. that that's the thing I've seen recently too, like. I feel like there's a lot of mainstream songs and, you know, swimming pools kind of being one of them right. where people view it like, as, you know, I'll go to a party and people will be playing swimming pools and it's like, if getting you like know what this song's about, this. Yeah, you're and it's not like, going to be it's, sitting here yeah, drinking it's, back like it's, this. It's, yeah. it's kind of hard for me to party to it because yeah. it's like, I... I you know what it's you, about. You've already broke down the understood the, the yeah. yeah, I've understood the deeper meaning behind it and it's like, it's... That's what, you know, that's like what, should that's, I, what rep, that's what separates the sheep from the wolves. Yeah, right? yeah, no, and it's like, should I really right be there. partying to this song? Right. You know, like I don't know. I mean, that song, Pure but, Pressure, is and, is and it's like Kendrick's intent with that song probably wasn't even right. to have people party to. It's right. like to kind of get a message across. Right, but then that's where I'm saying, sense. like, and that's in, in the beginning well, of my interview, that's, that's, that's what I was, what I was saying about the the the. The man in the big office with the suit and tie, exactly. and they're exploiting and taking your your album, and you know doing things with it that you wouldn't even feel comfortable doing yourself. You know, you know, one of my favorites that I had, I I left off my top five because I lost so much touch with him. He he's he's pretty much in the uh, situation that uh, that Kendrick's in, where where he's still making intellectual m- music that is thought provoking and uh, and like really life-changing and can make you think about Busta Rhymes in a different way not, not Busta Rhymes I, I do like Busta Rhymes I'm not gonna say that he's garbage because that's just silly but 
Lupe Fiasco. Fire. Oh yeah, Lupe. Yeah, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Lupe's like, Lu- tight too. Lupe and and when he was coming, when his his first couple albums, he he kind of did what he wanted, and then he got a little more popular, and Atlantic Records started really controlling what he wanted to release. Right. So his album Lasers. Never. Uh, was that the one that never got released? No, it got. No, lasers. It was, yeah, it lasers was, was released so many oh, okay. times. And then when it finally came out, it was kind of like, "This is what you fucking gave us." Yeah. You know, like, you. This is what you gave us, and you know, you were promising this and this and this, and then you know, he came out and he was like, "I, I was." It's hard when you're being controlled. At yeah. some point, you kind of just got to give in, and you got to do what you have to do. Yeah, and that's you know? that. That's the thing too, because um, you know. Back during my top five, which this this is one of the artists. Oh, here he goes. No, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> this is one of the artists that I'll still keep my top five, and I know for a fact, like I'm gonna get debated on this forever. But Asher Roth, you know what? Um, I have respect for him. He's he's I have a, respect for him. And what what really kind of um. I I read some article on whatever website it was or anything, but he he was signed to Def Jam Records for a while, okay. which is huge. Like that's yeah, I is. mean to to be in the hip hop game and be signed to Def Jam Records, that's like damn near a dream come true. But yeah, with but when, with when, what when goes you, when you say Def Jam Records, yeah, it's not Atcheroth that comes to mind. Exactly, no, right. exactly. So he you think of like everyone that's in the video games, like yeah, like Fat Joe, yeah. And like, like well, that. so yeah, hell, so yeah, he fighting game, like, <laughs> Ludiverse Fat Joe, like, fighting each other on a game. That's crazy. So he was he was signed to Def Def Jam. This is this is a story that I got out of what I read. Okay. Um, when, when he first got signed to Def Jam Records, that's when he released this mixtape called Paps and Jazz. And that was hands down, honestly, like probably one of the best projects from Asheroth. And it was just all for free. Just threw it out there and I... The minute it came out, I just couldn't stop listening to it. I just like don't you love for when that hours happens? and hours and hours just don't like you fucking love playing when that it. happens, man. But um, I I guess what they what they wanted is he. I don't know if this was with Def Jam or when he was with like Steve Rifkin and um Scooter Braun and everything, but they basically wanted him to create an I Love College too. And he was like, he's like, All no, right, that was that, that, that's that's not he really what I'm into. Yeah, you know I mean? and it like, well, what what I appreciate when, when you listen to other Asher music, that's not even his his, his style thing. His, that's, yeah, you know, that's what got him his, and, his name. And at that the same time, yeah, it's not what and he is. you know, I I I appreciate the fact that he didn't come out with I Love College too. Like that, he stood his ground. Yeah, dude, yeah. and and he, he that says a he, lot about a person. He let he left Def Jam and went solo, and that's when he came out with Retro Hash and Retro Hash, which is like a uh, I forget what they call it, like an anagram of his name, where it's like all the letters right. are mixed Mean up. Some, yeah, okay. is that an anagram? Some something, something no, like I'm that. Not but sure, are you yeah. talking about they're mixed up and they spell something different? Yeah, or? yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's like Asheroth is like retro it's hash. A little off topic, but what, well, the one thing that I can remember where that's happened and I've seen it was uh, when when they do uh, in Harry Potter where they do the Tom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Come on now. Yeah, well, I'm not. It, I, it, I don't know anything about Harry Potter. Dude, it's, it's the, a, the I know mo- you guys were talking just, about just, it the other just, day with just, the spells. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> Martyr's no, map. We, we, we've 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 got a hard ass Harry Potter song. <laughs> just wait. But um. 
just just real quick in Gryffindor in Potter and what he's talking about the the uh, the evil guy in Harry Potter, Lord Voldemort. Um, oh, when, when he was when he was going to the school uh, to to become a wizard. Okay, his name is Tom Riddle. Riddle. Yeah, and, and when you mix up Tom Riddle with like his middle name in there as well, yeah, it it does it on the screen. It like breaks it up and mixes it, and then it drops into place where Lord Voldemort. Uh, is how he got his name. Is, is, oh. you know, Even though, like, I mean, t- Tom Riddle doesn't have a V in it, but I, yeah, it, 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 it has a middle name. No, it has a middle name, yeah. The new moon rode high in the crown of the metropolis, shining like who on top of this? People was tussling, arguing and bustling. Gangsters of God thumb, hardcore hustling. I'm wrestling with words and ideas. My ears is prick, seeking what will transmit. The scribes can apply the transcript. Yo, this ain't no time where the usual is suitable. Tonight alive, let's describe the inscrutable, the indisputable. We New York, the narcotics. Straight in metal and fiber optics. We're mercenaries is paid to trade hot stock tips for profits. Thirsty criminals, dick pockets. Hard knuckles on the second hands of working class watches. Skyscrapers is colossus. The cost of living is preposterous. Stay alive, you pay and die, no options. No Batman and Robin. Can't tell between the cops and the robbers. They both partners, they all heartless. With no conscience. Back streets stay darkened. While unbeliever hearts stay hardened. My ego talent stay sharpened. Like city lights stay throbbing. You either make a way or stay solvent. The shiny apple is bruised with sweet. And if you choose to eat, you can lose your teeth. Many crews retreat. Nightly news repeat. Who got shot down the lockdown? Spotlight the savages. NASDAQ averages. My narrative grows to explain its existence. Amidst the harbor lights which remain in the distance. So much on my mind that I can't recline. Blast the holes in the night to see bless sunshine. Breathe in. Hail vapors from bright stars to shine. Breathe out. We smoke, we chase the skyline. Heard the bass ride out like an ancient maiden call. I can't take it, y'all. I can feel the city breathing. Chest heaving against the flesh of the evening. Sigh before it died like the last train leaving. in deep city breath. All right, now that we're back after the quick break, guys, <laughs> it's time for our closing segment and my favorite segment of the week. Pure fuckery. Uh-oh. Pure fuckery. If, if this is your first time tuning in, pure fuckery is just where we kind of chop it up, finish off of the, the beers that we're drinking, and tell some crazy life stories that have either happened in the past or just recently happened. And we kind of just, you know, just finish it off with some funny, crazy stuff for you guys to listen to. And... um Let's uh, let's start I think, it off. What you were gonna? Yeah, because you're down into you're gonna bring early. something up oh, about man. the punk band, right? Like some. Yeah. Oh, you guys were waiting for that. Bullhead City Story. Bullhead City. We go out there. We're we're uh, to pl- we're supposed to play like this big thing for um, the bike run. Uh, they do a bike run in Nevada or something. I don't know. It was, we had a show in Bullhead City. And uh, the place that we were going to perform said that they had the capabilities of recording um, a live album. So we head out there and uh, we end up being, um, we end end up playing in a parking lot, right? And I'm wearing Converse Chuck Taylors and, and... you gotta imagine we're in Arizona and it's like 115. Fuck, it's yeah. like 115, it's, and it's we're fucking hot in Arizona. Yeah, we're, man. was like, oh, let's go buy a house in Arizona. We're going out there next weekend. Yeah, it's it's hot, man. I'm telling you, it, 
And I'm in Converse Chuck Taylors on this uh, asphalt. We played in like a, a parking lot, right? And and my feet are burning, right? So we're playing this concert, right? And I'm like, I can't wait to get this fucking shit over with. So I'm playing super fast, right? You know, punk music's fast as it is, but I'm, I'm like really, you know, going fast. So the drummer's keeping up with me and he, I'm kind of setting the pace. And we turn our like 30-minute uh, set into like a 15-minute set. <laughs> <laughs> and we we, we hop in, yeah. We hop in the van and we're chilling in the van. Uh, and by the way, uh, before we got to Bullhead City, we had a little trailer behind us and we filled that fucking thing full of pap. Paps Blue Ribbon. I swear we had like ten cases of Paps Blue Ribbon, and um, cheap, dude. It's cheap yeah, and good. Yeah. I like it. I like so, PBR. For, like, I like PBR. Yeah. So check it out. We're we're chilling right, and we're like, you know, we need to get. We all have jobs, so we're like, we need to get. We need to get back home. So we're you know, we're we're uh, driving back, having a good old time, and uh, the fucking the van, you know. Our van starts to make noises and shit. <laughs> Breaks down, right? And needles of all places. Hotter than shit there, too. And nothing there. And a, yeah, and nothing there in the middle of summer. So it was actually a little bit past needles. So we call a tow truck. They pick us up. And uh, the dude's like, I don't know how all you guys are going to get uh, to the mechanic shop. I can only take one person in the uh, <laughs> truck with me. And I'm like, hey, I'll fucking go in the van up there. And ducked down and everyone else was like yeah yeah i'll do the same shit right so he's like all right uh but uh i'll just if i get pulled over i'm gonna say i didn't know you guys were in there i'm like oh that's cool fuck it you know so we're in there fucking cruising mobbing in this van on top of a tow truck <laughs> fuck it with the tra we left the trailer on the side of the on the road the side of the road oh with our you just left it. it there yes with the equipment in yes. and everything yes Ooh, yes damn. he had uh I forget who I think it was Big Mike Or somebody called Someone to pick it up And uh They told me Hey we broke down This shit's right there Go get it You know So anyways Uh We get towed to Needles There's only like One mechanic shop there Some shit <laughs> Right And uh They're telling us It's gonna take three days To get the parts And I'm like Damn. Fuck man So He's like Well let me Let me take a look at it I'm gonna see if I can Get it done quicker Uh if you guys want, there's uh, it's hotter than shit. I could see you guys are hot. You guys could go down to the uh, there's a little river, a little lake. We're like, all right, cool, man, thanks. So we grab our cooler. We have like a cooler full of some of the Paps Blue Ribbon and some food and shit. We're mobbing down the street, and we get to this neighborhood that looks like like a Germany. The, ru the ruins of Germany in World War II, it's like fucked up. Half houses and shit looks like it was bombed and it's all fucked up, right? Uh, no windows in houses and we're mobbing through this thing. Bunch of punk rockers, some have mohawks and I got dreadlocks <laughs> down to my ass and, you know, we're carrying this cooler and uh, we get down to the water, right? We're walking through this bombed out fucking town. Get down to the get down to the river, right? And uh or swimming, having a good old time and you know, an hour goes by fucking like, oh yeah, this is fucking fun, right? Get out, grab a beer, see these two chicks walking up. Bigger broads, you know, kinda older. Like, what the fuck's going on here? Uh they come closer and like, hey, 
what are you guys doing here? And I forget who who said it, but they're like, oh, we're swimming. What does it look like? <laughs> you know, and, and the two chicks were like, hey, this is Indian land. You guys need to get the fuck out of here right now. We all start laughing. We're like, ah, that's funny. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, fuck you. She's like, no, for real. Get the fuck out of here. Look over there. And we all look, and there was like, I would say anywhere from 8 to 15 fucking dudes chilling in the cut. Just like watching you guys? Just watching us. Uh, there was like there was like two pickups. One One dude was standing in the back of the pickup looking over the pickup. There's fucking right there, man. And I'm looking, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? You know, like, <laughs> this is crazy, you know? And she's like, get the fuck out of here. You know, you're lucky we came and approached you, you know, because if it was up to them, they would fuck you up. I'm like, okay. And I'm looking at the rest of the band and, you know, the lead singer, Clumsy, He's a jailbird. He don't give a fuck about going to prison. But when he says, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm following his lead, you know. And uh, we go to pick up our, our ice chest full of beer and shit. And they're like, no, leave that. You leave that oh, and get shit. the fuck out of here. Yeah. What the fuck? Damn, they taxed you. Yeah, they got us, dude. <laughs> so, uh, so we fucking leave, right? And I'm like, I asked Clumsy. I'm like, hey. You know, what was that all about? You know, we're we're fucking we're deep because we have the band, we have our homies, uh, the uh, the roadies that you know carry yeah. our equipment and shit. We're we're pretty deep. I, I think you know, I don't know if they had weapons or not, but I, I feel like we could have given them a run for their money. I said, clumsy, you know what, what the fuck was that all about? Like, hey, Doug. That's how he talked. Hey, Doug. You know, uh, we're on fucking Indian land and they don't have laws like we have them. No, uh, they, they don't. Yeah, yeah. They, they, could fuck it, they could fucking kill us and uh, get away with it. And I was like, oh shit, for real? He's like, yeah, you know, you're a fucking idiot if you want to stay, you know, all it is beer. And I'm like, oh shit. So we fucking mob back to the uh, mechanic spot and they're fucking laughing at us. They're like, ha ha, you went down to the river, didn't you? did you? that on purpose? Yeah, or dude, not? they fucking set us up. They fucking Damn. set us up, man. And uh, so I was like, fuck this shit. I called, uh, I forget who the fuck I called. I called somebody and they mobbed all the way to fucking Needles, picked me up and fucking drove me back, man. Damn. That was some fuckery. <laughs> that was some fuckery right there. And it, it, it's, it's true. Like the, uh, the, the, res, the reservations are, are, well, it's like their own different, they're governed by themselves. Yeah. And like, even like federal police will go up there. Uh, I, I lived in Northern California. All right. Big in the uh, the Emerald Triangle, where there's a lot of uh, marijuana growing. Okay. And that's okay. that's where a lot of the income comes from, and on those reservations, like even even people that uh, that lived in town with me would would go up to the reservations and grow their crop, and police up there will not go up there right. because they, they they kill cops. I believe it. I believe it. I'm telling you, these two these two chicks, man, they came out and. You know, I, I, Clumsy's a big dude, man. He was probably pushing like three, three hundred pound, three fifty. And uh, when he said, "All right, let's go, let's get the fuck out of here," and this motherfucker's been to prison, and you know, I, <coughs> matter of fact, you know, he went to prison while I was in the band. You know, at one at one time, or he was on parole, some shit. I don't know, but he was in and out of prison. When he was scared, I was like, "Shit, man." I, 
I'm getting the fuck out of here. You know, this motherfucker, man, he, he's scared. And, uh, I will never forget that. They, they took us for our beer. These two chicks, man, walked up and took us for our beer, but they had back up in the, in the cut, man. They, I mean, they could have had machetes and tomahawks and fucking damn bows and arrows, all kinds of shit. But, <laughs> bows and arrows. but, uh, that we, we made a song about that actually it was oh. called, uh, uh, fuck needles or, Payback's a oh no, it's called Payback's a bitch. Yeah, that's what it was called. Is there is is there still a spot somewhere online where we could find like oh, some man. spitting on cops? YouTube, YouTube, YouTube probably has it. Um, it's been a while. I have. Do, do you guys still have? A I MySpace? have hard copies. Uh, what's that? Do you guys still have a MySpace? Did you ever man, have a MySpace? Been, yeah, yeah. That's I ran the operation from that before we were signed. That's how I got our music out on our merchandise. You know, I had. I bought pins out of my own money and dude, I I remember like when we first started the punk band, like yeah. getting the music on MySpace was a trek because oh, yeah. we were just like high schoolers, yeah. didn't have any mm -hmm. any recording equipment or anything. I had this karaoke machine. Oh, did you? <laughs> this karaoke machine. Here comes some fuckery. Let's get it, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's kind of fuckery, but so. You could plug in like one microphone into this karaoke machine and record it straight to a cassette. Oh, so damn. we we literally recorded this whole band. I'm talking bass, drums, that's a tough vocals, task. guitar. Just like setting the mic up in the room and letting in the, the in a, a central task, location. <laughs> that's tough. A, we dyna were, a dynamic mic, right? Yeah, too. No, no, it was like a. Cheap ass singing machine karaoke oh, yeah, microphone. So, yeah. yeah, we hung it over a fan blade <laughs> into the middle of our garage and Dilly, recorded Dilly, everything Dilly. with it. And we we had to uh the bassist had this equipment where he could like take the cassette and transfer it to an MP3 onto his computer somehow. Oh, I don't know wow. how he did that, but that that was like the first I would like, like I would like to hear that. We we might have one somewhere. Yeah. I, know, I know I know we have one. I mean we did a uh we had the live album which didn't really come out too good. It was kind of like some stuff like that. They told yeah. us that we were going to record a live album and then it, they came out with like a like some weird thing like that and it didn't Karaoke really come machine. out too good. Uh but we have a um I think two demos and then a studio album that live album. And then uh, there might might be some shows online. Damn. Yeah, those 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 punk days, man. That was oh, a, yeah. that was a different. Oh, that, that's where most of my fuckery comes from, cause I was just wild in the streets back <laughs> then, man. I didn't care. I didn't care. Yeah, the 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 story I was gonna tell was um kind of going back to your backyard show oh, okay. days. Okay. Those those were definitely the best shows to yeah. play. Oh, yeah. I mean, still to this day. I would take a backyard show over like any other show. I love playing backyard shows. Oh yeah. So we uh when I was when I was in that punk band, uh my friend's mom was out of town and oh, him and his fun ones, right? And him and him and his brother were throwing a little party over at his mom's house and it was it was a decent sized little property out in Apple Valley. Okay. And um you know, we uh, we got there and we we started drinking a little bit. You know, before we went up and played, and uh, you know, once we got like a few beers in us and everything, we we started playing our set, and we got done with the set, 
and we were just kind of hanging around mingling drinking some more beers and everything and there's uh one of his older brother's friends was there and uh we were chilling outside he was like hey you guys want to like throw some lighter fluid and shit in the bottle and just throw it in the pool and close it up and see what happens <laughs> i'm like not 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 really <laughs> but <laughs> all right so uh he like he, he took like all this he, he basically made like a, a, a molotov cocktail damn near but with like all this lighter fluid and shit and like rags and everything and threw it in the pool and we were like sitting there like waiting for something to happen and nothing happened and i went inside to go get a beer and all of a sudden i see the the window of the kitchen just like glare orange Damn. And I, I walk out. I'm like, oh, damn, that doesn't look good. Damn. And I walk outside and they threw it in the pool. Like all these like damn near Molotov cocktail type things like in the pool. And the pool <laughs> is just like water. on fire. <laughs> the oh, pool, wow. the pool's on fire. Like everything's just fucking burning. There's like flames off to the side and everything. And this dude's all fucked up. And he's like, oh, I got this dude. And he like. Goes and finds a fire extinguisher somewhere and puts it out, but it it, it, it was <laughs> randomly, randomly. No, it was them. they. they uh, I think the brother like knew that the mom had one like underneath somewhere, the sink yeah. or something like somewhere in the house just for snares where her son's friends light the pool on fire. <laughs> yeah, the pool is empty because uh, like they they had like a leak in a pool and the wait, pool's all wait, fucked you guys up. Threw fucking Molotov cocktails in an empty pool. Yeah, like when it, when, it, when you're saying, <laughs> I thought so too. Oh, we're, we're throwing it into the pool. So no, no, I'm was, like maybe maybe no, there's a chemical reaction. Yeah. No, no, it was, it, no, it was an empty pool. Blew up <laughs> an empty pool. Was it was it like a some like a cement pool or was there like a lining in it or it was like I, I don't know what material like. Plastic, like, like some, some have like pl- that vinyl line. No, it wasn't. It wasn't vinyl. I feel like it was c- kind of cement, but not really cement. Like a different type of material. Con- um, they, they use something else inside of the pool. I feel. But was Besides, it a built-in pool? Yeah, it was, was it? a built-in pool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. It wasn't like the. It wasn't the. You had me lost for a minute, Ziggy B. Yeah. Oh like, my bad. Yeah. What, what's hey, going that, on, man? That, that's that. That's that pure fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was a built-in pool underground. Man, those the, those punk shows, the, man. Punk I'm telling you. Like, uh, I would I wouldn't take them back. I mean, I would I would do it all over. I don't regret any of it. Um, I could tell you so many stories. I've been in riots. I've been tear gas, pepper sprayed. Um, I've played with some of the bands that I would listen to in high school, and never thought I would ever be able to be in the same room with them, chilling, hanging out, drinking. You know, talking politics and um, just artistry. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing what the being a punk can get you, man. You know that everybody talks down on the punks, but there, there's you some. Know, I, I've, I've seen. You know, part of my people, dreams man. as a um, as an early teen were fulfilled in the punk scene. Yeah, I mean, I, I gotta. I got to play a show at Whiskey A Go Go, yeah, which was badass. Man. I mean, it, the the thing that pissed me off was, you know, I mean, I got to think of my parents for it because they definitely like supported the whole music mm-hmm. thing when I was growing up. 
but it, it was one of those pay to play shows. Yeah, see, and we, we like we we shot them some money back for you know like the see, uh, people we got in and the seas we sold and that's everything. Why I'm like, I, everything's but I, free, man. And uh, well, that that's one of the big things that bugged me about the Whiskey A Go Go was that this like the Whiskey A Go Go has gone down in history as one of the right. venues that. People right. have played at like the doors have played oh, yeah. at. I've the seen whiskey. a lot of good yeah. bands at the whiskey. Exactly, and it's it's turned into one of those venues where yeah. it's like you can't play here unless you, you pay. Yeah, sell this amount of tickets, and it, if you don't sell them, then you got to. And cover that's those. that's one of my yeah. biggest. So, so one of the bands that uh, we used to play with a lot, and that was also they were also signed to Brain Constipation Records, Dirtbag. They started this movement called uh, uh, "We Won't Pay to Play." And had a song. Uh, it's a pretty badass song, man. And um, we stuck behind that. And they, they uh, you know, when they had a show, they would include us in on it. And um, they, they were really, they were really, really cool to um, hang around with and and play music with. But yeah, that that pay to play shit. I, me and uh, the owner of uh, Reflections got into it over that. That's another pure fuckery. But that's for another day, man. Uh, I, I, we tore that place up, but. It's another day, dude. We uh, we got to play a show at um Karma oh, when Karma was okay, around for like that, that short. I, I feel I like Mike Jones there. Yeah. What, I, what, was, what was it before it was Karma though? Coconuts. Coconuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now it's a church. It's crazy, right? There's a lot of <laughs> lot of debauchery going on. <laughs> yeah. It's like a cursed, like unholy land. Yeah. Yeah. But um. We actually got to play a show with Lorraine Drive, oh, which man. is cool. I, and, yeah, yeah. And originally they were called Five Point Nine. Yeah, know, and uh, Lorraine, Drive. Lorraine Drive actually. Um, it was I, I forgot who it was, but like the guitarist or the bassist or something, they actually like approached us and they're like, "Hey, like you guys down to play a that's pretty show cool, with man. us?" And I was like. Dude, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, and it, it they was, were cool cats, man. Yeah, dude, they were really cool, yeah, man. Cool like cats. they, I, I miss that. That goes back to what I was talking about before. Like I miss those days in the desert where you could literally catch a show like in multiple different places right. and in one only, weekend. Not only that, the artists like um, they were just they down were, to they earth were united. Dudes. Yeah, they were united, and yeah. like you know, you need a show, you want to play, come on over here and play. You know, yeah. And it's not like how it is now, where you know everybody's out for themselves, and or even in the hip hop scene, like, right? That's a like because you don't find that right, like in hip hop, like oh come, because everyone's about their light, you know, right? Mm. So it's like oh I'm not gonna let these guys come outshine me, this right? Is my, man, this is my time, like, dude, that I'm telling punk, you, I was punk, playing. Punk seems like it. it it's what music should have been. Yeah, they they have a really good concept, but shit gets fucked up in the in the in the whole midst of everything. But and it's a really good concept, and like I said, I, I got to play with, uh, you know, bands I I grew up listening to, you know, as a teen, like um, Naked Aggression. At one point, the lead singer Kristen Patches, uh, she would call me, you know, she would call call me and reach out to me and um, ask me, hey, you guys want to do this show or you guys want to do that, and you know, ask me how I'm doing and. I, my mind was blown because I was like, I, I, you know, I listen to them. I know their songs like the back of my hand. It's a trip because when the first show I got to play with them, when I knew that we were going to play with them, and it was in Apple Valley at the Ponderosa. Oh, check it out. Check I it love out. the Ponderosa. I have, I have rare records of Naked Aggression, no vinyl, yeah. rare records, right? Um, I brought all my records, right? And 
I waited. I I showed up early. You played I, a show. You played a show with them. With uh, yeah, we we were like the second uh, right, second right. to last band, so we had the spot right before Naked Aggression. And um, when I knew I was gonna play with them, I showed up early, right? And uh, I'm like, is that their tour? Is that their tour, man? <laughs> no, that's not them. Yeah. Oh, there they are. They got my records. <laughs> hey, Kristen, Kristen, hey. Uh, you know, I've been listening to you since I was, you know, so-and-so, about 14 years old. Uh, can you sign this? She stepped back, and she was like, where did you get this? What? Yeah. And I was like, you know, I dig through crates, and I, I found it in L.A. She was like, you know, I don't even have one of these. And it was a, uh, it was a um, 45 called Plastic World. And uh, I told her, well, you could have it, you know. She was like, no, 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 no. It's the yours. The 45s are the smaller the small ones, right? Ones, like right? the singles, basically. She autographed it. No yeah, shit. Yeah, she autographed it, drew a picture on it and everything. What? Then she hooked me up with their new, uh, at the time it was their new album, and she had the whole band autograph it. And Damn. It, stuff like that, I never, I will never forget. I mean, I have so many autographed records from uh, DOA and... Uh, Leftover crack, um, just all kind, all kinds of bands. <laughs> just, just, uh, uh, man, dude, that's that, that's you know, like, because I, I feel like your perception of na naked aggression, right? Like, that's the same perception I had about Asher Roth, okay, uh, that I still have right. about Asher Roth, right. you know. And uh, when, when he dropped his first like debut i mean he, he had a solo album before that but his first like debut solo album like on the record label okay. and everything um you know it, it didn't sell like too well but i thought it was a fire ass album it was super mm. good and i i went and bought it like the day it came out it came out i, I still remember on april 20th like 2009 or 2008 birthday, man, april yeah. 20th. and uh i remember dude i let somebody borrow the CD, I got the case back. Oh, no CD. No CD. He That's was like, terrible. hey, here's your CD back. I and I was that. like, where's the CD at? I don't know. Oh, I'm like, I would have kicked him in the balls, man. <laughs> Seriously? Like, <laughs> what do I want the yeah. case for? You know, right. like, I want I want the CD back. But, you know, I've, I've met Asheroth, like, so many times. Just and it's crazy, right? When you meet someone. And, yeah, right? dude. Like, crazy. Yeah. Like, I got to take it. I actually gave him a monkey house. Did album you? yeah i, I don't gave, know if you, I, I gave mike jones oh, a battleground to it uh, hey, ash roth if you're listening to this right now i hope you listen to that monkey house yeah. album check it out uh <laughs> me and bam waited for uh, uh mike jones at uh karma right and uh i ended up giving mike jones a, a battleground no uh, shit uh, demo a little demo and as a matter of fact we cut it like that day in like an hour <laughs> and it was so rushed and it was so like, like raw raw but you know Hey, we wanted to, we wanted him to hear it because you know Bam was fresh out of Houston and it was like Mike Jones is from Houston, so you know we thought he would appreciate it. He probably didn't listen to it. Fucker. Fuck. Hell yeah, that's been pure fuckery, guys. I mean, booyah. It, it it changes every week. You never know what you're gonna get from it, and I mean we got some cool stories, crazy stories. I'm try I'm trying to drop a story every week. You know there if you it's go. you know whatever it is, it is. <laughs> I like that. I like that, man. Well, let's 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 get to closing this up. Um, today we've talked to 
the man himself, Smiley, of yeah. Spinning Cops, Battleground, <laughs> yeah. Occam's Razor, and just himself, Smiley. We're going to hear something from him, hopefully, in the year of 2018. And he is an artist here at Aesthetic Intellect Records, so if you follow us, I'm definitely going to be posting you updates uh, yeah. as as we go. Uh as as we've been doing this, we got the top five. You got the top five, very, man. Very in depth. The infamous question. It's hard every week doing it. It is every week. It's it's tough I, for everyone. I still, you guys are pressuring me to do it before. I'm I'm still not going to do it. But I feel like since you guys like mentioned it, I feel like it's already changed like numerous you know what? times. I've now. dropped mine. <laughs> and it's, I'm pretty concrete, and I yeah. stand pretty tall on, on what then, I wrote. Or what I what I said, but um, it, it's always going to change from, yeah. from season to season. If we would have done this tomorrow, it might not have been that. been right. a different different right. group of people, right? You know, as as we've been going through this, we dr- we drank a six pack of uh, Einstock uh, Icelandic toasted. Porter. Yeah, let's 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 talk about this for a second because this is first off. I mean, you don't see six packs like this. It, I mean, yeah, that's, that's first of all, that, the, <laughs> come on. the carrying case itself yeah. is, is a little different. is something you don't see with six packs. Secondly, they got the Arctic Circle, and they got Iceland on the bottom portion of the six pack, which is super tight. Wow. That they actually have like. Yeah. The, is that where it's bottled, or yeah, it's yeah. it's actually bottled and brewed in Iceland. Man, that's unique. Which is interesting because you you'll come across a lot of beers where, um, you know, especially with like Kona that we reviewed last week, um, some of the Kona brews, even though they're like a Hawaiian based brewery, some of their stuffs brewed and bottled in like Portland and different areas of the u.s let me ask you a question real quick man yeah. like can you tell the difference between a, a east coast beer and a west coast beer no okay because no. at work there's this guy right he came in I cannot. he came in and uh he, he doesn't work for the company i work in but he was just there and he was telling me about uh west coast uh ipas are considered crisp because of the piney accents and the uh earthy taste and East Coast uh, IPAs are considered juicy because they have more uh, like citrus and stuff. Citrus and fruit accents. See, but I don't that, drink, that's so I don't know. Well, that's that's kind of a hard thing to consider because there's even you know if if if, if that's the case. That's why I'm asking because yeah, I know yeah. you're the beer master, right? I right. That's the beer master <laughs> because over there. there's you know there's West Coast breweries that have IPAs with the more citrus okay. taste to right. it. Like and then Hander 24. Right? Yeah, like um the oh, um, Betty Betty IPA. Okay. I, I, they, I they don't really have a, a citrusy a wheat beer. Yeah, but it's orange, orange wheat. Yeah, yeah. the the um Redlands is known for their orange grove. Right, right. So uh, dude, I, the, I work in Redlands. Oh, I you know, yeah, orange. you know. I've, I've so buying and grabbed an orange when I was yeah, hungry. crazy. The, oh, hey, that's illegal. Don't tell. <laughs> Bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> no, so the 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 main the orange wheat from Hangar Twenty Four is a citrusy like wheat ale. Yeah, right. But they do have like the IPAs. They have yeah. the 
Um, I, I think I'm not too familiar with Hangar 24, but I think they I know for a fact they have like a stout or a porter. I think it's the porter, but they have they have these different types of beers. But the the IPA they have the the Betty IPA it tastes more like the piney. Oh, IPA okay. from what I can yeah, remember. I so there there are beers on the West Coast for sure that have the more piney because th- that that's what you get with IPAs. You get that real bitter, hoppy, like a piney. Grass. Well, yeah, pine cones. Like kind, pine yeah, cones. yeah. I mean, like you think West Coast, you mostly think California. Exactly. Oregon. I mean, that's we that's right. what we have here. That's, right. That's like right. Our, I don't know how you got to drink that, man, because. To me, it's like sticking pine cones in my mouth and crunching down. On well, that that that's the thing that, because that's the rough. it's rough, man. When when I first when I first got introduced to IPAs, I'm not gonna lie, I hated them. I could not yeah. even to me stomach to me, them. Uh, even though like now that I now that I drink them more, IPAs used to feel way too thick for me. Yeah, they're like, way too thick and way too bitter. I didn't know and to describe it, I was like, oh, it's just like too thick of a beer. Like I'm. Like you know, like got too much in my mouth to swallow. Right. And uh, you know, the more you drink them, you realize it's not thick; it's just more flavor. And okay. It, you know, and that's yeah, and that's that's the thing because you know, like back in the day, I couldn't even stomach a moosehead. I couldn't even stuck a stomach a Miller Light. Like I hated the taste <laughs> of beer. But the more I drank it, I mean, it's I, I I love beer now. Like it's one of my favorite things, and it's the thing I love so much about it is like the different flavors that it can come in. Okay. And that's. Another reason why I've appreciated this Einstock Olgerd, Olgerb, I don't know. Yeah. Bomb though. The Icelandic toasted port like porters. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say just just based off of my little knowledge of like the the like uh, like Viking history because they they got like a Viking on the front. Right. Uh, it might be like Olgard or something like that, like Einstein yeah. Olgard. Okay, yeah. I don't, I don't know what the two dots over the O that's mean. That's an umlaut. Well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, umlaut. that, yeah, that's the umlaut for sure. But the what, the, a, what accent or what, what a, how do you pronounce it? Einstauk. I no, I don't, I don't know. Stuk maybe. It's a, it's a, yeah. You saying Einstock? Maybe we should uh, let's let's research it a little, and then during episode five, we'll come out with the right like pronunciation yeah, of it. Yeah, well, I should have done some more we research. Einstock, Olgard, but Isaac, toasted porter. Yeah, and we're butchering you, but we're trying to plug you as good as we can. But because it was not bad. So, something I got to mention is that there's very few places you could find this beer, and I mentioned this during week one. And I'll mention it again right now. Mike Chevron, Yekaloma, Apple Valley. It's the spot to go to to get beers that you've never heard of ever before in your life. And this this Einstock right here, hopefully that's the way you pronounce it. If you've had a porter before, I mean this this is a pretty pretty good porter. I'm not gonna lie. It's got the I don't know how coffee is in Iceland, but they probably brew it with some Icelandic coffee. And if, you know, if the, which is fine with me, (laughs) I'm okay with that. Starbucks is all right. If if you, if you want some good coffee brews in the desert, go to one of life's perks, go to Tanyan coffee, 
go to the grind. Those are the spots. I mean, no, no oh, disrespect. The, grind, the grind's over by uh, the college, right? Right, right. And that yeah. I used to play a lot of punk shows out at the grind. Really? Honestly, I oh did not even yeah. Know that they they were doing. Um, one of the dudes from Lorraine Drive used to work at the grind. For real? Yeah. I did not mm-hmm. know that. I would always run into those guys at Pizza Hut on uh, Hesperia Road. Okay. Always run into them. They'd be in there drinking beers. Yeah. And uh, I'd pop in. I would see them and. Always, always a fun time. Right, but um, yeah. So I feel like you know if if the taste of the coffee inside of this porter, the Icelandic toasted porter, is anything like the coffee that they got out in Iceland, it's 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 some good stuff, and it's uh, it's like you you could taste it, but it's it's not like a punch you in the face coffee, which would have been a problem with me. And uh, yeah, like, like we were talking right. about earlier, like I'm not a coffee not, fan. Not, I'm not too big of a Porter fan just because it does have that coffee flavor. And, you know, if I wanted coffee, I'd drink coffee. Kind of right. like, kind of like, like I don't I do not do the Girl Scout Thin Mints because if I want to uh, You don't fuck with the Girl Scout Thin Mints? No. <laughs> <laughs> peppermint patties, man. Come yeah, on, ba- man. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just like if, if I wanted a candy that tasted like mint, I'll just like, I'll throw some. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's the thing I like about. This one in particular is that it's like it, it, it's not like a punch you in the face coffee taste, which kind of brings it to what I want to I want to kind of review this beer next week. But okay. the um, um, the watermelon Dorado from Ballast Point. Oh, I, I love Ballast Point. Yes. So they have this watermelon like I, I feel like it might be an IPA or an ale or I, I don't know what, what it is but it's it's one of those beers where it's not like a punch you in the I face it's a watermelon IPA because I think I've had it in it it's, yeah it's, you know I'm not much of a drinker but that sounds bomb oh it's man. it's delicious it's and it's like it's 10% mad, too like it'll you, it'll knock you on your ass because oh, it's it's potent definitely. you take a drink it's one of those ones where it's not one of those creepers where you can drink it every drink you take you're like Whoa! Like this is a heavy beer. And I got I, I got some beers in mind for the weeks to come though for sure. Right but on, man. N- no, it's funny though. For all the beers we've done so far, there's never been like Facebooks and Twitters and Instagrams. This one actually has one. Now, now you don't have to book. <laughs> <laughs> so they got they got their main website. They got Facebook. They got Instagram. They got Twitter. Um, if, if you go on any of those sites and just type in E I N S T O K beer, B E E R, you'll find it. Uh, it looks like Facebook is just Einstock. Actually, it looks like Instagram is just Einstock too. Other ones are just Einstock beer. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just, I'm sure they'll find it. <laughs> Either way, yeah, if, if you honestly, if you just put an Einstock, E I N S T O K, you don't got to worry about the umlaut, you'll be good. It's a good one. Right on. Speaking of <laughs> right where to find right beers, Smiley, it's been great having you this week. Yeah, man, it's been great. Been a pleasure. Been a good long interview. I'm, Appreciate I'm for it. sure gonna say I said last week that the the longer running Saint Even one might have been a two parter, but this, this might have this, this might have this definitely topped it. Topped and, it. And you know, it's I I feel like we're just getting better every week at carrying yeah. on an interview. We're rolling and, out. Uh, it, it, it's over three hours. Yeah, we're <laughs> man, three I, hours of I footage. I appreciate the opportunity and your time, man. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate uh, being able to tell my story and my half of the uh, stories of the groups I was in. I mean, it's uh, it's always a beautiful thing, man. I appreciate it. 
Yeah, we're we're definitely gonna hear you for the next two weeks. I'm I'm gonna break this into yeah, a, a smiley part it. one and two. But uh, before we leave today, yeah, um, for the people now tuned in and becoming uh, a fan of this man that we brought on here, Smiley, where can they yeah. find you? All right, so I don't do uh, Facebook. I mean, don't even try to find me on Facebook because no, you fuck, won't find me. Fuck a Facebook. Yeah, but if you wanna, if you wanna uh, get to know me and you wanna um, see what I'm about, you can check out my Instagram. It's uh, vw underscore luvr. So uh, go ahead and follow me, and I'll follow you, and we'll have a good time. You know. Awesome. I mean, I'm, I'll I'll be tagging them throughout the future on the Aesthetic Intellect Records page. Uh, with what's to come from Smiley. Uh, great having you on, man. I, man, I enjoyed pleasure. Absolute pleasure, man. It's pleasure. been fun. Yeah. <laughs> interview. Uh, we we drank well more than the six pack because, you know, <laughs> yeah, you as, did, as, man. It, as it carries on, you know. We, this table is covered. <laughs> I swear. If you guys were here, you could see this. Man, I, oh, I man. Smoked, I smoked about half a pack of cigarettes, you know. Like. Uh, I, I wish I didn't throw away that Copenhagen that I bought on Friday. You guys but are did. crazy, man. Oh, what did you toss it? You... Yeah. What happened? <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Smiley, I, I appreciate you. Yeah, coming, yeah, yeah. Man. No it's problem, always, man. Anytime. Smiley, I talked to you. I talked to you on yeah, the regular, always. but this, yeah. this, this presents an opportunity not only for everyone else to get to know who you are, but yeah. even myself, who's known you for years, to get you know to know you the better. Man of mystery. Yeah, and man. I, I, I've been happy to see you more and more often. Yeah, in my life, hey, honestly, it's, it's been it's been cool to. It is always a pleasure. Like I said, we we always vibe on the the uh, abstract tip, like thing uh, for you know, if an outsider were to hear our conversations, they would think these two motherfuckers are crazy, man. Well, like that conversation yeah. we had on Friday about space and right, <laughs> right, right, gravitational. Right. Oh, yeah, string theory and the string theory, all, all, yeah, sorts yeah, all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. It was a good one. But, yeah, I, I look, for, you know, I've, I've been looking forward to this conversation, this interview for weeks now. Yeah, you know, and I'm too. I'm already looking forward to the next one. Yeah, already hey, looking anytime, forward to the next I'll come one. back anytime. You, three, all you got to do oh, yeah. is hit me up, three man. Hours oh yeah, well, three hours well spent. Well it was a spent. Great interview. We're gonna break it down into two weeks so that yeah. you know you guys actually can can grasp the whole thing. I I'd hate to just be like, here's three hours, come listen to it. Yeah, because so it's, it's it's a <laughs> lot. Know, I'm, I'm gonna it's break a it down lot. into two weeks. That way you can get get the get broken in on the the first part, and then the yeah. last part. Be looking forward to. Uh, I'll probably just leave out the top five. That way, you're sitting on next week and be like, "Oh, I gotta see." Oh that. man, you gonna do them like that? Yeah, you know, you gotta leave, do them leave, like that. Leave them Damn. on the cliffhanger. Well, anyway, thank you, Smiley. Yeah, I appreciate thank you, man. You. No problem. I, man. I, I, I gotta. It. I'm doing it. Hey, I'm doing you, it. Thank you, man. Oh man, I'm doing it. I appreciate it. It's been good. And I mean, you're, you're gonna hear good local music throughout this uh, this interview. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll play a little bit from his top five, and as I've been doing uh, every week, I kind of just throw my song of the week at the end uh, yeah. as as something to end it. I don't know if you've you've noticed that or enjoyed it. I kind of throw something different at the I, you end. You know of what? It every I, week, I've, I've, I've noticed. I've, I've noticed. I have it, noticed. Yeah. And you know, what? I look forward to to hearing hearing what it what the it's interview, be. not just the music, but I. I look forward to when you post it. Like the minute you post it, I'm listening, and uh, it, I support what you're doing, and I'm gonna continue to support it. And I really, really, really enjoy listening to the interviews. Awesome. Thank you. Well, you know what? This has been beers in the air. Beers in the air. Oh, 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 oh. episode four. 
All right. I'm your host, Gibbs. Co-host Ziggy Braun. If you're looking for me, you can Thank find you. me at Gibbs Audio on Instagram.com. I also run the the Aesthetic Intellect Records page. Uh, I, I post in the credits every time at the end, so that's where you can find us and follow. Uh, Ziggy, you got yeah, anything as, to as, as was mentioned last week, I still haven't created a Ziggy Come on, Braun. Man. Come on. <laughs> I, I still haven't created a Ziggy Braun uh, you're an interesting man. social media they account. But I, I'll leave you guys waiting. You know, More mysterious I'll, than I'll leave me, you guys man. waiting. I'm, I'm a little mysterious. I, I, I like being mysterious, you know. I'm on that le- leaving you guys waiting for the. Definitely, you are, man. I've I've looked for you, and I'm like, this. He's got to have one. Where Where is it at? Oh, I know. You know, I I, I I try to keep it on the DL. I try and keep it on the DL. I, I'm sure you do, man. But 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 one day, one day, just watch out for those luchador masks. Uh-oh. Watch out for the you know the the toilet paper mummy face. Uh oh. You never know whoa, who whoa, he is, but yeah. you, you'll know him for for who he is. Doesn't matter if you the see artistry. his face or not. There you yeah. go. <clears throat> well, anyway, this is this has been beers in the air, episode four, featuring the one and only Smiley. Thank there you for everyone is. tuning in. We appreciate everyone listening. Keep uh, watching. You know, Keep watching. It's it's great to hear the feedback. Um, I'm I'm liking what I hear from people, and if this is what you look forward to every week, that's cool because that's what we're here for. Adios, amigos. Over and out. <laughs> this has been episode six of beers in the air part two of the og smiley interview tune in next week for sure as we interview professional skateboarder william gabarel local to the high desert in victorville california we bring them on and it gets a little crazy so make sure you tune in next week also remember to follow us at aesthetic intellect records on instagram also aesthetic intellect records on youtube all right oh i know i'm drunk now ladies and gentlemen i bet I forgot my favorite man sitting over there. His name is Mr. Doubleina, Mr. Bob Doubleina, Mr. Doubleina, Mr. Bob Doubleina, Mr. Doubleina, Mr. Bob Doubleina, Mr. Mr. Doubleina, Mr. Bob Doubleina, 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 Mr. Bob Doubleina, won't you quit? You really make me sick with your fraudulent behavior. You're gonna make me flippin' then an army couldn't save you. Why don't you behave, you little rug rat? Take a little tip from the tabloid, because I know I'm not paranoid. When I say I saw you tryna mock me, now you and your crew are on a mission tryna hawk me. But it isn't happening, you fraudulent foes. You used to front big time, now I suppose that everything's cool since the style of apparel you adopted. You used to make fun of, but now you wanna rock it, so you gotta kick it with the homies. But DEL is already hip to your cronies. Me and CMP thought about this, and never have we seen a brother who would hover like Mr. 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 Doubleina.
wizard put me on a stuff and then he slew me Friends could be fraudulent, just to wait and see First he was my money grip, then he stole my honey dip Mr. Dabalina is a serpent, don't you agree? The little two-timer resembles Aunt Jemima With jeans and a dirty white hoodie Seems like he wouldn't be a snake, or would he? Disguises come in all sizes and shapes Notice the facade of the snakes They all catch the vapes, even though last year there was GQ Took a lot of time before the D.E.L. could see through the mask All I had to do was ask the Emperor and Kwame And my man responded they were Kwame Fraudulent foe with the strength of Hercules The way you're on my dick must really hurt your knees You need to take heed and quit being such a groupie Ever since I did a little show in Guadalupe I never saw a groupie like you But what is funny is you wanted to be down with my crew But D.E.L. is not down with any clowns of justice So I would suggest that you try to impress Uncle Fester Dabalina Because you don't impress me, Dabalina The style of dress is not the key, Dabalina It's all in the mind and the heart So you should start by remembering you gotta pay a fee, Dabalina Mr. Double, Mr. Bob Double, Mr. Mr. 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 Double, Mr. M